Hello, welcome to another podcast episode on Code Stories. This episode is a special one because it is my first remote podcast on his channel. And two, because of my guest. He has a phenomenal story. His name is Danny Thompson. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. Before Danny got into tech, he was frying chicken in a gas station for 10 years. As of today, Danny is a software engineer who is very passionate about giving back what he has learned. He has built an excellent community teaching, mentoring, and helping people from all over the world. Danny has helped more than 60 people to land their first job in tech. I'm very excited to have Danny here on the podcast. Let's get to know more about Danny. Hey, Danny, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey. How are you doing, man? I'm doing, man. Thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm excited to do this. You are welcome. I'm so happy to have you here because uh, I've been following you on Twitter for not a while, three months now. And I remember the first time I uh, found you on Twitter, you had like uh, 900 followers. And now you're like 40,000, 40K. I'm like, what? But, uh, you know, I'm so proud of that. And I've only been on Twitter for a short period of time. Like, I've only been tweeting since March. So, uh, obviously, you know, I'm beyond grateful that people are finding some value in whatever it is that I'm saying. And if I can keep helping people, you know, that's that's the ultimate goal I have. I just want to help people in any way that I can. Great. And people are gravitating towards that. And I'm, I'm humbled beyond belief. And I appreciate it every single day. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think as a person and the the thing the content you're giving to people out there on twitter the energy you're very transparent on one side you are like um motivating people telling people to to try software development to to give it a try and at the same time you're also very open you're you're telling people that this thing is very hard right you're not like Hey, uh, do you HTML, CSS, JavaScript? In three months, you're gonna get a job. You're right. Hey, look, people, this can take two years. This can take three. This can take six years before you land a job. It's it's very hard, but if you if you take the time, um, um, and uh, and and work hard, work smart, you can get it. It can happen. And I'm very very excited that you uh, that you uh, that you here, and. Um, you know, that's a that's a big portion of my message. And I think it's disingenuous to uh, give people this illusion that programming is all sunshine and rainbows and there's leprechauns and there's fairies. And then when they get smacked with the first real problem, that's when they're thinking, oh, I'm not cut out for programming. And then they want to quit. I know for me, that's how it felt. And I don't want people feeling, oh, this is hard. I must not be as good as Nathaniel or Danny or whoever else. And I really hate, like, oh, become a developer in 90 days. And I tweeted the other day, I saw one that said, oh, you can be, you can start making websites in four weeks. And I was like, man, in four weeks, I didn't know the difference between padding and margin. Like, how are you going to tell someone, like, they can reach this crazy level in such a short period of time? And the other thing I try to tell people is, this is kind of like you're, you're here to solve problems, right? Absolutely. You're learning a brand new way to think. You're br- learning a brand new language. All of this is new. It takes a little bit of time to even just wrap your mind around this entire new world. Yeah. But not only that, not only that, let's say you don't have a degree and someone else has a degree and it took them four years to get that degree. If it takes you a year to learn programming, 
that's still pretty fast like that's that that's really fast so i i try to tell people don't get disheartened by whatever timetable you're on just keep going and reach that goal that you have yeah that's that's great uh, and uh, people have this uh, uh this uh this idea or this um uh, they think that we uh, because we became software developer it took me one and a half years to become a software developer professional software developer uh, how long does, did it took you to i hate answering that question and i'll tell you why <laughs> all, all i will answer though <laughs> right. but i hate answering it <clears throat> the reason why i hate answering it is people say oh you know if it took you a year and a half exactly and i'm at a year and seven months i'm a failure yeah and they start putting their own timetable against it saying oh if i didn't reach it to the same length as he did i'm never gonna make it now it did take me eight months which is mm. very fast in my opinion wow. i think i had a lot going for me at that time but and i was really like live eat sleep breathe development like any waking moment i had i pushed into it which is not healthy i don't suggest that mm. but i think and the greatest example i can give you is one of my best friends he's a developer and he works with me and it took him six years to become a software engineer from the time he started learning to the time he got his first job it took me you know eight months does that mean his six years is pointless absolutely not and here's the other thing both of our titles are software engineer his title isn't took six years to become an engineer engineer it's software engineer our pay is the same our jobs are the same and we eat at the same places so don't worry about how long that it takes you to actually reach that point that you're striving for as long as you get there and you're doing what you want to be doing yeah like yeah. do you want to be in development fantastic i don't care how long it takes you to get there but as soon as you get there and you start getting a paycheck for writing code that feeling is going to feel amazing no matter if it's in six months or in a year or a year and a half or whatever else it may be yeah that's that's great because uh, what i was trying to say was that uh people look at us and say okay nathaniel it took nathaniel one and a half years and danny eight months so these guys they must be superhuman they must be extremely smart they must have photographic mindset but uh, photograph mind and they don't know that we're just as <laughs> we're just as uh, simple people who are having their struggles who are having their problems trying to do their day-to-day -day job and we are like using google every single time to figure out how to solve this problem so and um hold on nathaniel you telling me you don't have a photographic <laughs> mind how did you make it <laughs> yeah i don't need that i can't yeah, remember anything yeah i i always try to tell people hey look man i have to read through things like at least 10 times before it makes sense to me so it's not like okay because it took me uh only uh one and a half years that's how long you should it will take you it's like uh i'm thankful that it took me just that uh short and um but this road is it's really hard it's gonna it's gonna it's going to take a lot mentally, especially mentally out of you. I remember when I started learning to code, there were moments where I was like, man, I think I'm just stupid. I think, I think I'm stupid. This has nothing to do with this thing being hard or, or too complicated. It's just, I'm stupid. But then I will look into people's, uh, story and, uh, other you people on youtube talking about how they were struggling and i was like man okay let me give it a try again let me let me try it again and then things uh, thing starts making sense and then i keep keep moving forward before i slam into the next wall and then it's, it's just this 
fall uh, running, fall, stand up, run, fall, and uh, and you are also a person who's very transparent and right? who's very clear about that, right? You don't like go around and try to sell some kind of illusion that uh, you can just be this software developer uh, within a couple of uh, couple of weeks, even if you go to bootcamp, because bootcamp is like they're trying to squeeze everything, things that takes at least two years to learn. They're trying to squeeze it in like three months and trying to teach you these things, which is, it's good, but that doesn't make you a software developer. That's just the beginning. That's just a scratch on the surface, right? The, you know, the analogy that I normally use with boot camps is they're not teaching you details. They're teaching you the broad strokes. Mm. And now it is up to you to fill in the rest. They only have a small amount of time to achieve a very high-end result. So they're trying to get you through as much as they can. And your job after that is to fill in all those details. And the analogy I normally use is they've given you the knife and the fork. Now it's up to you to get the meal in the plate. And that's exactly what they're utilizing. And you're right. I'll say this a million times. Programming, most of the time, I feel like it takes me five times as long to learn a new concept compared to somebody else. And that's just the honest truth. Does that mean I'm going to stop? Absolutely not. Does that mean that I'm going to allow that time difference to hold me back? Absolutely not. Does that mean that I'm going to keep working my butt off and make sure I excel in this field? Absolutely. And that is exactly what I try to do every single day. But I've said this a million times. I'm most of the time, I'm probably one of the dumbest people in the room. And, you know, I'm completely okay with that because what I lack in sheer intellect, I make up for with like really good looks, but I also utilize my ability to soak up everything like a sponge. And I have no problem going to somebody else and saying, Hey, I don't know this. Please help me figure this out. And if you show me, I guarantee you, I'm going to remember what we did and I'll know how to approach this the next time. If someone has given me the time to actually explain something, I des- they deserve my full attention to make sure I retain that information. Yeah. So I will do that. But I want- that's one thing I notice in tech. People are so afraid to ask for help as if they're like afraid. Like, oh, if I ask for help, now they know I'm full of this. Like, oh, now they know like it's a facade. That's not- I will literally walk up to somebody's desk and be like, hey, can you come here with me real fast? And they're like, what's going on? And I- I'm bringing them to my problem. And I'm not saying go, you know, stop everybody all the time, but I am saying that if someone has a free moment, they're willing to help you utilize that. Yeah. And just soak up as much as you can. And I tell people all the time, you will never, ever, ever, ever be job ready before getting a job. Yeah. You need to learn as much as you can, but the real learning is going to start that first day. I was introduced to so many brand new concepts that I never even thought of before, like pipelines and Jenkins builds and things like that. And I'm like, what is this? You know, what, this is a, I thought the, the world ended at JavaScript. What happened? <laughs> and, you know, but that's where the real learning starts. You can yeah. only learn as much as you can before you're really thrown in those situations. And the closest you'll ever get is if you start building big projects as opposed to some smaller projects. Mm. But I absolutely agree with you on everything that you said before. Great. Uh, we're almost 10 minutes in. Uh, can, can you please introduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, my name is uh, Danny Thompson. I am a software engineer. And I am the leader of a community called GDG Memphis, where we provide a meetup community. We provide learning resources and uh, amazing instruction to help you learn new things all for free. We never, ever charge for that. And I am also uh, on social media trying to help people get to where Mm. they're going. 
So I, I, I also do a lot of uh, public speaking. I speak all over the country uh, and internationally now. Uh, I speak all over the country on programming concepts and things like that. Hmm. And uh, it's been going very well. And I'm, I'm happy to be able to help people in whatever way that I can. Great. And uh, that's why I, uh, I'm so happy that you're here on the show. Because here in Germany, people are still, um, I don't know, uh, being a self-taught developer is still very unusual, still very alien here in German. And uh, right. when you tell people that, hey, I taught myself how to code for two years and then I landed a job. They're like confused, like, how is this possible? And when I share my story and I say, oh, before I, I started um, uh, um, working as a, a software developer, I was already working in tech for five years as a support engineer. But then they would say, okay, it makes sense. You were in tech, so adapting to software development shouldn't be that hard. Although <laughs> your previous job had absolutely nothing to do with software nothing. development. But when I heard of your story, like you were literally frying chicken in a gas station can you please give us more insight on that please <laughs> you know before i say that i will say this the only time a degree really comes into the equation when it comes to software development is when you have no experience mm. once you have experience no one is really asking about the degree i'm sure there'll be some companies like oh you yeah. don't have a degree i can't touch you which is fine you can't force someone to hire you but i guarantee if you walk into a conversation and someone's like i need a developer with five years experience and you have five years of real experience working at the company the degree that piece of paper is irrelevant to that conversation but uh my original story is i was i worked in a gas station for over 10 years wow. and i fried chicken and i and probably the best there is at frying chicken. And I'm willing to go toe to toe with anybody that thinks different. But uh, I did that for over 10 years. And at the age of 30, I said, I'm at a fork in the road. I can go right. And I'm going to work in this gas station till the day I die. Or I can go left and I need to make a drastic change no matter what that is. But I got to make that change now. If I don't do it now, then I'm just going right and I'm going to be in the gas station forever. And I was around this time, I saw an interview where a rapper, he invested $10 million into a tech company and he's being interviewed for it. And the interviewer is asking questions, of course. And he says, why did you invest into a tech company? He said, I'm learning how to code. And this kind of like blew my mind. Like I didn't think people like me or from my background ever could learn how to code. I thought this was for the PhDs and the rocket scientists of the world. I didn't think it was for the average individual. And so I'm like, okay, like, what's going on here? And obviously, he's not learning how to code because he's like, yeah, I'm going to give up the rap game and become a developer. He, but so, like, why are you learning how to code? And his reasoning was profound. He said, why wouldn't I want to know how to operate the thing that I touch 90% out of my day? Like, why is the extent of my knowledge opening a browser and going to YouTube and watching Nathaniel on there? Like, why don't I know how to make a website or what is RAM? What is Snapdragon? It's all buzzwords until you put something behind it. So he started learning how to code and so did I. And I started learning how to code. I got on freecodecamp.org. And I uh, got on there and I started making websites like HTML, CSS, nothing crazy. And then I hear about this thing called meetups. Mm. I go to my first meetup. And at this time, I just knew like HTML, CSS, tiny bit of JavaScript. And I, at that time, I really thought like JavaScript is all there is in development. Like there's nothing past JavaScript. 
And I made this application where you put in the URL of an image, it returns that image with like some coloring on top. It's like a really bad filter. And I, I go into this meetup and I'm feeling great. I'm ready to show this off and show these developers like, I'm one of you, right? Like we're in this together. And I realize almost instantly, oh, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. And they're speaking all these foreign languages to me, like Java and C Sharp and SQL. And I've never heard of this before, but now it's just opening me to this brand new breadth of knowledge. And now I'm hooked. Mm. And I quickly realize I'm excluded from the conversation because I don't know anything. Mm. And I said in that moment, I will never be excluded again. And I went home and I started learning about JavaScript and I started learning about ES, ES6 functions. I go to that next meetup. I said, well, do you know ES6 function? Do you know you could do this with an arrow function? And I go to that next meetup and I started start learning SQL. And I said, well, do you know how to do a SQL query? Do you know what a SQL table is? And I go to that next meetup. I started learning Java. And I was like, well, do you know how to do this in Java? And then I started learning Spring Framework. Well, do you know Spring Framework and how to display your information? And now I'm a part of this phenomenal community Amazing. of developers that are all passionate about trying to help others reach another level and develop mm. and i'm in there and i'm being surrounded by these people and they're showing me love and they're trying to help me and come to find out they're trying to help me in the beginning but i was just so like my mind turned off when i realized i didn't know what i knew meetups truly truly changed my life and made me so committed to this path and that is why i ended up leading a meetup community and the reason why I, I, I'm always telling people, go to a meetup. Meeting local developers can tell you so much about your local market, but it can also clear up so many misconceptions exactly. you may have. Yep. That mm. one conversation, that one interaction will get you there forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also, I'm 100% agree. Meetup, they are so important because uh, the one thing is that even when you started going to the meetup as a bloody beginner, it seems like everything is everything is like on you don't know anything, right? Uh, people are just talking in this fancy technical uh, uh, tech language, and the moment you start catching up, you figure out that these same people in this room you taught like like say five months ago, they were so they knew everything they're also missing a lot of information. They're also missing a lot of stuff. And like, oh my goodness, I didn't knew that you as a senior developer or uh, you've been in this, in, this, uh, in this field for so many years and you don't know this. And it's like, yeah, it's just a part of it, right? <laughs> and, and so going to meet up, it's so important for, uh, for getting this kind, of, uh, this kind of experience. So when you started learning how to code, were they like, opposition where they're like people who were trying to talk you out of it or, or like family mm -hmm. members friends maybe uh colleagues at work were like hey danny you're crazy let's let's get this chicken let's finish this chicken what are you, what are you doing 100 <laughs> percent. you know i remember i mentioned it to my coworkers, and they had similar minds to what i had that people in tech are coming from like these science backgrounds and they're smart individuals and they are. Yeah. I, I, I can always tell you I'm surrounded by people that are far more intelligent than I am. And I mentioned it to them and they said, Danny, this isn't, this isn't for people like us. This isn't for me. These are for smart people. And I remember that moment and I said, you know what? You're right. 
This isn't for people like us, but this is for me, and I'm going to make this happen. This wasn't for us. It wasn't for them. It wasn't. It was for me, though. I, I, could, I couldn't see myself doing anything besides this when I got to a point. I didn't start learning how to code because I said, oh, I'm going to become a developer. I had the, this feeling I need to make something. I need to be creative. I got to make something. So I wanted to make a website, and I didn't know what I was going to make a website for, but I knew I was going to make a website. And when I realized there was a path that I was able to walk down, that I was allowed to enter this world, nothing in the universe could have stopped me, and I wouldn't have let it. So, yes. It wasn't for us, but it was for me. And anytime I go back to that gas station and I see the same people working there, hmm. I keep telling them, the grass is greener and we use fertilizer here. So it's perfect. And you can partake in this dream if you want to, but you can't force someone to want to do this. This is, a, this is almost a selfish path. You need to be so grateful for your own existence that you want to do something better with yourself. And if you have that feeling... You will love developing. You will love programming. It's mm. a tool that can solve problems. You are absolutely going to become a problem solver. Anybody could write code. Solving problems is what we're here for. Mm. And once you learn how to utilize these tools that are these languages, you can now utilize that tool to solve a problem. And mm. when you, nothing feels better than solving a hard problem that you've been stuck in. Yeah. And, And yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue, please. No, that's it. All right. <laughs> And uh, you also, uh, I also um, found out that you've helped so many people into software development, right? And whenever I, the first time I saw you write, uh, writing about that on Twitter, I was like, man, amazing. This guy not just only got into software development, but he's doing his best to give something back to the community. And this is also what I'm trying to, to, to reach through my channel, through my YouTube uh, uh, channel, and through my podcast, is when I started coding and I saw other people on, on YouTube talking about how they became developers, I was like, amazing. I want to become a developer too because I think this is something that I'm going to love. And I love software development. But at the same time, I was like, I don't want to keep this for myself. I don't want to keep this for myself. I don't want to make this some kind of a secret knowledge. I want people... Because I know that a lot of people out there who have self-doubt, who think I'm not smart enough, who think uh, uh, I don't have it to, to, to become a software developer. And I was like, you know what? The moment I land my job, land my first job as a software developer, I'm going to launch a YouTube channel and share my story and invite people to my channel, people like you, people from all different kind of tech um from uh, from 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 all different kind of uh, technical background to share their story about how they become uh, how they got into tech and i have uh, scrum masters i have uh, devops software developers product owners uh, all different kind of people coming here and sharing an amazing story about how they got into soft how they got into tech and this is something that have helped me so much because When I started, like you, you there was a moment where I, th where I was thinking, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm the only person in this universe that think he can become a, become a software developer without a computer science degree. And when I started seeing people like you, people like um, and uh, Sean Allen and uh, Chris Sean on YouTube talking about how they how they did it, 
I was like, man, I want to give back to the community. I want to show people that this is possible. And that's why I have such a huge respect for what you're doing. And uh, I'm a huge fan. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. you know, I appreciate that. I'll be honest. You know, for me, I never, ever intended to run a meetup community. I never, it was never my goal. And um, the way I always explain this is I asked the one question that the, everyone asks when they go to a meetup before they get a job in tech. And that's how do I get that first job in tech? Mm. And I heard the exact same answer over and over again, like a broken record. Oh, man. That first job, poof, that's the hardest one. But if you get that job, everything after that will come easy. I thought this was the worst answer you could have ever told me in life. Because not only did you demotivate and demoralize me, but you've given me nothing to work on. You've given me nothing that will help me go from A to B. And I quickly realized everyone else that came to this meetup that asked that same question got that same answer. So I went and I started cold calling hiring managers and recruiters and decision makers for businesses. And at that time, they're like, who is this guy? And now they're like, oh, Danny, I knew him from the beginning. But I did that because I said, okay, if I can create this network and I can show these people that are that are hiring for developers and I can show them that these developers are taking their own extra time to come to this meetup and that I'm showing like projects that they've worked on and like accomplishments that they've done. I can show them in a way that an application can't show somebody. And I can help that first person get that job in tech. I can help that second person. I can basically serve you somebody on a platter, but in a way you're not used to. And it started working. And I remember when I helped that first person get the first job in tech, literally he was so happy he had tears in his eyes right in that moment nothing mattered more to him than the fact that he just realized he reached a dream he's been chasing for so long and nothing mattered more to me in that moment than celebrating his success with him and like the whole world stopped for us in that moment and then i helped the second person and i saw the same thing and I have the third, and then I have the 20th, and then I have the 40th. And right now, I'm almost at 70 people that I've helped you land their wow. first jobs in tech. Amazing. <laughs> and, and that joy is still there the same way it was for that first person. But we're creating new economic shift in this city because of that. You know, Memphis, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and Memphis has some of the lowest cost of living in the country. But we also have some of the lowest cost of earners in the country we have an area in particular where the average household annual income is eighteen thousand dollars per household mm -hmm. our poverty line is twenty thousand so they're under the poverty line mm -hmm. if i can take one of these people where the top three jobs mind you are restaurant worker retail worker and bus driver if i could take one of these people and put them in a position, give them the learning resources, give them mentorship, give them like that the meetups where we can get other developers to work with them and do all that and get them in a position now where they're making $80,000 a year, they're now generating four and a half times the average household income. If I can get 20 people from that area, I just changed the neighborhood. Now they're paying more in taxes, so the schools are getting more resources. The children are now benefiting from better lessons, better schools, and better environments. But not only that, we're deterring gang violence and drug violence, but we're also removing the number one reason for divorce and separation, and that's financial issues. 
So now the families can be stronger together and thrive together. But not only that, they're spending that money in those communities. So you're now raising the local economic level of that area, creating more jobs in that area, more money circulating. The ripple effect, just by giving someone who doesn't have learning resources, just giving them learning resources, changes everything. It's like a domino effect. So just by being that one catalyst, even if they don't get a job in tech, education is like a window. When you provide someone education, they can look through a window and understand new things. So even if they don't get a job in tech, they can take these skills into any field. And because obviously the number one thing is your problem solving. Hmm. Now you're problem solving on a level in a field where you didn't have that before. You're going to excel in whatever you go into. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, talking about it, it has it doesn't have to be a job in tech, and that's also one of the reasons why I I try to bring everybody who is in tech into this uh to this channel because some people might be thinking, man, I would love to work with developers, but I love designing stuff, right? Or I love um, creating uh, meetings and uh, talking with people. And I was like, hey, we've got Scrum Masters. Hey, we've got UX researcher. We've got designers. Hey, they've been here in the channel. Listen to their story. And like, wow, I didn't knew that. I thought for me to work with software developers, I have to be a software developer. No, there are other ways to, uh, to get into tech. There are other professions that are really, really fun. And you can, and, uh, you can make it into tech. You don't have to be a software developer to, to, uh, to get into tech and even if like you said even if you are you don't it doesn't it's not something in tech but just providing something for someone who doesn't who thought that they wouldn't get anywhere and teaching them how to solve problems teaching them how to face uh, obstacles this is so such an amazing experience i can I had that too because when I'm on, uh, I also organized the meetup. It's called Swift Dev Ninjas <laughs> here in Berlin, <laughs> and um, so um, people come in and have uh, they want to learn about uh, iOS development. We look into Swift, and that joy in your eyes when I show them how things works, and and the joy also in my in my heart when I'm man, this guy know what uh, now this guy know how to do this, and I, I can I can. I can relate to that also teaching people what you know and even if it's just a little even if it's just a little even if you're just starting from scratch try to teach people what you know yeah you can always teach someone something because you've learned something that someone somewhere hasn't figured out yet yeah and that's why i always say tell people it's great to write blog articles or tweet about it or whatever it may be mm. because you don't know who you're matter great example about this I tweeted a shortcut that I use on VS Code all the time to highlight many fields, right? Sent out a screenshot just because I was like, maybe one person doesn't know this, right? Come to find out, thousands of people don't know. And I'm like, I thought everybody knew about this and nobody knows. They're like, even when I tried to Google it, I didn't know what to call it. So I could never come up with a result. And I'm like, wow, you don't know how insignificant something could be to you mm. that is a game changer for somebody else. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's astounding sometimes what you'll come across. Yeah, uh, uh, talking about uh, sharing your your experience when I when I started this channel, um, I was thinking to myself, you know what, Nathaniel, wait wait for two three years when you become or wait till you become a senior, then people are going to listen to you. 
She's just a genius. Nobody's going to listen to a genius. Who cares about a, what a genius does at, does at work? Who cares about how you became a software developer? And the moment I launched that first video, people, I was getting emails. People write, man, Nathaniel, so amazing story. I was almost, I almost gave up. And then I watched some of your videos and then I'm pumped. I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to do this. I want to become a developer or I want to get into tech. And I'm like, wow, I thought nobody cares about what a junior developer has to say. So, yeah. <laughs> But you know, what's good about you is, especially as a junior developer, who can relate more with someone who hasn't made it than someone who's recently made it. Mm -hmm. And this is something I talk to many senior developers all the time. Like I just spoke at Google and I'm going to speak at, uh, I'm in talks right now to go speak at Microsoft and I speak all over to these companies. And one thing senior developers forget is how much they struggled or what they went through when they were trying to get into this field. Mm -hmm. And so when they try to explain things to a beginner or a junior or entry level, whatever you want to call it, They forget the steps where they had no knowledge. So they don't remember how to fill in those gaps in an efficient way. Whereas you have the perfect mindset because this was very recent for you where you were learning these concepts. Of course, you are an authority to fill in these gaps because you know where they exist. You know where the holes are, where these people that have been in here for five, six, seven years, they've forgotten. You are the perfect solution to that problem. Hmm. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, when you were learning, were there moments where you almost quit? Where you were like, you know what? I think I think I had enough. Or was it oh, yeah, always... I just quit three hours ago almost. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Almost every day. It's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, then you, <laughs> you know, you're always going to come across problems that seem so daunting. Yeah. And it's part of it. Like no one, no developer, whatever level you're at is here because they just need some, you know, person to write code and nothing else. You're there because you're analyzing a situation. Mm. You're analyzing a situation. You're coming up with a solution and you're solving a problem, right? Problems are never... I so clear cut as, oh, these fingers aren't moving, make them move. No, it's these fingers aren't moving. We need to move them one joint at a time here, here. Oh, you moved it here. Well, this finger just broke. And so you're, you could find the perfect solution and it breaks something else. Yeah. And so now you're fixing that other break and now you broke something else. So it's never so clear cut. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I once caused a four day delay in production because I missed a comma in a JavaScript object. And I literally could not find it for four damn days. And someone that I work with on my team found it. And now I had to face the whole team because of the simple, simple mistake where we thought it was something catastrophic. Mm. No, no, no. Something so minor. Mm. And I caused that. And it's just one of those situations where you own up to it, take it on the chin, learn from that, that mistake And the best part is the company basically just paid to train you to never make that mistake again. Mm. And so now it is your job to ensure you never make that mistake again. Okay. And I can tell you, I've never missed a comma again, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> it sometimes <laughs> takes those experiences. Yeah. But I would say, and I asked this the other day too, uh, in five years, 10 years, do you see, still see yourself coding? Almost unanimously, all programmers were like, yep, I don't, I, I can't see 
myself ever being in a position where I don't want to code. And I honestly feel the same way. I can't explain how addicting to a degree this is because it's therapeutic. It helps me get my, rid of my stress. It also causes me a lot of stress. So maybe it's counterproductive. I don't know. But there's something about like if I go a couple of days without coding, I feel like I've missed something major. And I'm not saying you have to always feel that way. It's not, a lot of people, you may not be passionate about it. It may just be something that you do to make some money or whatever it may be. But when you find that passion and you actually match it with something that you want to do, there's no greater feeling. And here's another thing. You don't just need to learn how to code because like, oh, I'm going to become a developer. No. Let's say you got a great idea in your head for a great product that you want to sell. Making your own website is a fantastic way to do that. I can't tell you how many people that I've met that literally just learned enough code to make this idea come to life. And that's it. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Hmm, great. What matters is you're doing something that you love one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're almost done. Uh, before we close, can you uh, share some uh, learning resources that you uh, use when you were learning or something that you've came across recently? You'd say, man, this is amazing for for beginners. This is something uh, people who want to dive into this uh, field should know about. The number one resource I will always recommend 100 times over is freecodecamp.org. Absolutely. It is completely free. Yep. Quincy Larson has done an amazing thing for everyone by creating this website. And if it wasn't for him taking that time, I probably wouldn't be here right now talking to you, Nathan. So <laughs> because that was my start, it gave me the ability. Like I said, it gave me enough education to now look through the window and start picking things. So free code camp is phenomenal. I will always, always, always recommend that. Uh, code Academy is another great option where it's free. If you do it on your desktop, um, you can use solo learn. I know that's very popular in a lot of third world countries because it won't use data. So if you want to do something like that, go on solo learn. Uh, you could use memo, things like that. And here's the other thing. I have three rules. If you want to become a developer, ABL, ABB, CCC, ABL, ABB, CCC, always be learning, always be building code, 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 always be learning. Learn through multiple methods. No two teachers teach the same. Two teachers could teach the exact same subject and you will walk away knowing something different. Always be building. Build. The only way to make your concepts permanent are by building. In tutorials, nothing breaks. In real life, everything mm -hmm. breaks. Mm -hmm. Facing those errors is what makes you a better developer. Simple as that. CCC, code, code, code. Let those fingers dance on the keyboard. You don't need to be shy. The only way you're going to get better is by literally going one key at a time. Mm. There's no shortcut to success, and there's absolutely no shortcut to the end goal of becoming a better developer. You will learn by doing. And so by doing that, you're going to, by actually learning something, you're going to get the education. And that's why I always tell people start on free code camp because you'll learn HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And you'll learn really fast whether you like front end or not. But now you will understand, oh, this is what back end does. This is what front end does. Maybe I do like back end more. Maybe I do want to go into a DevOps position or do I want to go into back end engineer or do you want to be a so You will find out just through that little learning for a couple weeks, couple months, what you want to do. So it's hard to know what you want to do when you don't know at all what you want to do. You don't know if mobile development's right for you. You don't know if backend development, frontend. You don't know. So you will know by actually going through something and realizing, oh, this sucks, or oh, this is amazing. That's going to be your wake up call right there. Mm. 
Great. So definitely start there and you will find a plethora of options, whether it's YouTube videos, Udemy videos, Coursera, Gumroad, whatever it may be, and you can continue learning from there. Great. Thank you very much, uh, Danny. Thank you for taking the time. And I really appreciate um, every single thing you said here on the, on the show. And I hopefully um, some of my audience here in Germany can uh, yeah, we'll be inspired by your story and uh, by everything you shared here on the podcast. Thank you, sir. Me too. I'm, I'm very grateful to be here and I'm grateful to be you know, speaking to people in Germany and wherever else. And, you know, if you ever want to reach out to me, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm pretty good about replying to people. So, you know, youtube.com slash dthompsondev, twitter.com slash it's dthompsondev pretty much anywhere on social media. You can find me. All right. Great. Thank you, sir. Thank you.